What is it about a woman being unapologetic about her dreams and her drive, operating in excellence and having high standards that people find so intimidating? Don't wilt, sis. Bloom with opulence anyway. Welcome to the Crowned Opulence Podcast with me, Cassandra Alexis, best-selling author and co-author of The Unchained Goddess. I'm a marketing strategist, coach, and consultant, and the CEO of Opulent Outcomes Coaching and Consulting. But you can call me your Chief Empowerment Officer, empowering you to silence your self-doubt, own your opulence, and market your value to enable you to create your own tables in life and business. In these conversations, we talk about the hard, messy, necessary, yet embarrassing things. You know, those things that we don't talk about as Black women because we think we are the only ones experiencing them or are too ashamed to share our truth while gaining the marketing savviness needed to grow and build our own empires. Think of it as Sunday brunch with your girls or business besties. And yes, the mimosas are included on each episode. I'll let you in on a secret. You aren't alone. We are our sister's keeper here in the Crowned Opulent Society. Sis, it's your time to be unapologetically opulent. And we're here for you. Let's get to it. Hey, lady. One of the questions that I get the most when working with clients is how much should my marketing spending plan be? The truth is, it depends. It's not a cut and dry answer, and I will tell you why, as well as give you insight to help you figure out your marketing spending plan. But first things first, what exactly is a marketing spending plan and what does it cover? The answer to this may surprise you. Y'all know I love defining things. It helps me put things into context, gain clarity, and ensure everyone is on the same page. A marketing spending plan is money set aside to be spent on marketing-related activities to promote your products or services over a specific period of time. This could be a quarter or a month or the year. I recommend developing your marketing spending plan for the year and breaking it down into quarters based on your marketing activities for each quarter. What a marketing spending plan is pretty straightforward, right? Have you given thought to what activities actually might go into your marketing spending plan? Some of these things could include the following. Your website, including the cost for web design, monthly hosting fees, content refreshes, and more. Market research, the cost associated with the research platform that you use, along with any sort of incentive that may help with getting participants, additional help for analysis would fall under your marketing spending plan. Advertising, including social media ads, Google ads, printed ads, billboards, radio ads, etc. Unless you have a podcast, then you can run ads for free. In addition to the cost of purchasing the various ads previously mentioned, the cost to develop the ads would also be included. Vendor and trade shows, including the cost to attend the show, along with the cost associated with any sort of printed materials from banners to handouts, and along with any sort of giveaways, 
attention grabbers, engagement activities. Another one would be emails to your list. This would include any sort of costs associated with your email service provider, costs for planning and developing any content that is associated or included in the emails, along with any other marketing tools that you may use, such as Canva, social media schedulers, etc. Lead capture costs. For example, if you have a quiz on your website that you use as a freebie or a ebook that you are using to capture emails to build your list, all of the costs associated with the design, development, and distribution would fall under your marketing spending plan. Ladies, now you know we love to take pictures. The costs associated with having our pictures professionally done for videos or photo shoots, video trailers, etc., all would fall under your marketing spending plan. Like I said, this list is not exhaustive, but it should give you an idea of what things would fall under your marketing spending plan. So in case you listen to that list and are thinking, oh great, more expenses, it's time for a mindset shift. Actually, I'm going to give you two. Instead of saying marketing budget, which is the term that I used to use, I had my own mindset shift and was enlightened to the fact that the term budget is actually a limiting belief and limits us in our spending. Instead of calling it a budget, which restricts how much you can spend, I've switched to calling my budgets spending plans, and it is guiding me in planning how I spend for XYZ, in this case, marketing. So instead of it being a marketing budget, it's a marketing spending plan guiding you in terms of how you spend money to market your business. Second part of that mindset shift is this. One of my favorite quotes from Seth Godin says, if you are marketing from a fairly static annual budget, and he uses the word budget, you're viewing marketing as an expense. Good marketers realize that it is an investment. This statement is so true. The money that you put into communicating who your business is and what it does in an effort to reach new customers and clients is truly an investment in your business. After all, without clients and customers, you have no business. And if they don't know what you offer and how it can solve their problems or that you even exist for that matter, they can't become your clients and customers. In addition to what we just talked about, having a marketing spending plan is important for a few reasons. First, it helps you keep on track with the money that you are putting behind your various marketing activities and helps you to be intentional about the activities that you do. Second, it serves as a guide as you measure the effectiveness of your various activities and the ROI that you are getting from them. After evaluating the spend on your different activities against what it gave you, you may determine it's not worth it to keep doing those activities. Third, it makes you easier to work with. When you know how much money you have allocated or available to go towards your marketing spending plan, it allows those that you hire to help you with your business to better understand what they are working with, the types of programs, campaigns, activities, and strategies that they can help develop for you and your business. At the start of this episode, I mentioned that the size of your marketing spending plan depends, and it does. There are many factors that go into setting your marketing spending plan. First, is the type of business that you have. B2C businesses typically have to do more to reach various customer segments. Therefore, they often need more dollars than a B2B business. Let me stop for a second. I hate when acronyms are used and I don't know what they mean. 
So if you are unfamiliar with the terms B2B and B2C, let me explain. B2C means business to consumer. That means the people that buy from you are consumers. To put it simply, they are the end user of your product or service. They are the last person, the only person to consume it. They're not turning it around and selling it or using it for someone else. B2B stands for business to business. This means that the people that buy from you are other businesses, meaning they are not the end user or consumer for your products or services. My company, Opulent Outcomes Coaching and Consulting, is a B2B business. I work with other entrepreneurs and small businesses through coaching and consulting services to help them launch and grow their businesses. Even though my clients are individual business owners, it is still B2B because they will take what we do and use it in their business, in most cases, which are B2C businesses. Okay, that was a bit of a tangent. Back to the factors that impact your marketing spending plan. The next factor is the industry that you're in. Some industries have higher costs of entry or requirements that if you aren't even playing on those levels, you don't have a seat at the table to begin with. For example, if you are a new artist or an author, your marketing spending plan will be significantly higher than, say, a mindset coach. The third factor is your target audience. If you are a luxury or a premium brand, your target audience is going to have different expectations than a value brand's target audience. If you are trying to reach a very specific and small niche, ad costs from mediums that reach this audience may come more at a premium. Do you need to do market research? If you are looking for a highly populous group, they are probably easier to reach and therefore probably more of them, so the cost would go down. The fourth factor is the objective of your marketing efforts. For example, the cost associated with driving traffic to your website is most likely going to be higher than creating a freebie to build your email list. Lastly, and ultimately the biggest reason that the size of your marketing spending plan depends is ultimately how much money do you have to put towards it? The reality is as a new and growing entrepreneur, you probably don't have tens of thousands of dollars to put toward marketing your business. The money that you may need to do all the things may exceed what you have access to, unless you're willing to take out loans or have investors. I am not one to advise clients to put a bunch of high ticket items on credit cards because that can result in significant business debt that you may not have the means to pay. And running out of capital is one of the top reasons that black businesses fail. My approach is to understand how much you have to work with and what your priorities are. And then we build a plan around that to help you reach and accomplish your goals. To be honest, I'll let you in on a little secret. I have worked for and with some of the largest companies in the world, and they too are often in a position to have to prioritize their marketing activities. This is because the money that they have allocated for their marketing plans is often not sufficient enough to cover all of the costs to do the marketing activities that they would like to accomplish their marketing objectives. They also are in a position where they have to, like I said, prioritize what they do. So know that you are in good company if you have to make those types of decisions. The other reason that I often say it depends is yes, it is recommended that businesses put between two to 10% of their revenue towards their marketing efforts. Let's say if your revenue for the past year was $1,000, 10% of that would be $100, which won't get you very far in marketing your business. 
So as you are planning your marketing spending plan for the year, remember, it is an investment and not an expense. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Crowned Opulence Podcast. Visit CassandraAlexis.com for more information. Let's keep the conversation going. Join the Opulent Outcomes Society Facebook group. Follow me at the Cassandra Alexis on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Loving the show? Leave a five-star rating and review. It helps the show and helps other women just like you get one step closer to the opulent outcomes they desire in life and business. Make sure you subscribe to the show for free so you don't miss an episode. Remember, you aren't everyone's glass of champagne and everyone isn't yours. Only a select few are privileged to enjoy you.